It's the Friendly Fire Show, episode 253, for the end of October 2023. I am one of your hosts, Steve Wright. I forgot to turn on my camera, not that we're doing a video podcast because we're so pressed for time, but now Ben can see my lovely face, and let me introduce to you my co-host, Ben Salter. Hello, Ben. We're both wearing hoodies. Is it freezing in Adelaide like it is in Melbourne? Absolutely it is. I think we're getting back to summer, but it's not the the warm tones that you experience when you're here, but it is nearly what is, is it spring it is spring i don't know because i don't have time to go outside at the moment it's, it's game season so who knows what it's like out there we probably should just get into it because like the would you say if not the biggest certainly in the top three biggest games of the year has just released we've been playing it it's a console exclusive one of the few so the big the big console exclusive probably being zelda starfield and of course for sony spider-man 2 or marvel's spider-man 2 to not confuse it with the other 50 million things called spider-man 2 i would think the toby Maguire movie if he just said that to me but we're talking about the game here henceforth known as spider-man 2 because i'm not saying that whole yep. title for any at any other point in this show um mm. this week has been killing me because we're going to talk about alan wake 2 next week we're talking about spider-man 2 this week and i feel like it's like one of those weeks where i've done nothing but play video games which i know is like such a first world problem ben but sounds um, great i just feel like a potato like i just want to go out and go for a run in the sun if it wasn't raining all the time exactly i just want to go out and touch grass um i finished i've platinum the game i did it oh, mostly over no wonder yeah <laughs> i did it mostly over the weekend and then had like probably two hours of just kind of like getting the bits that i didn't do um but we're not going to have a lot of story spoilers apart from not the obvious like there's a black symbiote around his bloody arm on the cover so you can probably guess what's going to happen if you have any knowledge of spider-man um but we'll, we'll keep it pretty pretty tame um it's, it's like, I guess starting from there, it's a great Sony first-party game that's highly polished, incredibly fun to play, like, super easy to platinum, really. Like, it doesn't feel like a chore. Yeah. It's not like a... There is a collect-a-thon, but it makes it easy. It gives you all the tools that you need to do it. So, like, not that trophy collection is on everyone's checklist, but, like, it probably is for both you and I, especially knowing your background with the Spider-Man franchise, so... How are you, like, what's your top level thoughts on this? Basically that, like, it, it's a, it's a very safe sequel. Like, I think we should probably get that out of the way. You, if you played Spider-Man 1 or Spider-Man 1.5, essentially, it's that again. But it's kind of, if it ain't broke, don't fix it type of situation. It's They nailed it the first time around. It, it's more of the same, but it's, it's exactly what we wanted. And it, it nails that kind of story, bringing you into... Very familiar gameplay, but keeping you really engaged and engrossed way better than anyone else. Like, this is Sony's jam, and especially Insomniacs. Like, I think Spider-Man does it probably the best of any series, if any. Um, and it's probably fair to say this is Sony's mascot now. Like, we haven't had an Uncharted game in forever. Um, if you were going to kind of put out what is the number one Sony franchise, like, I kind of feel like PlayStation equals Spider-Man at the moment. Well, and, and it's certainly their, their biggest, fastest-selling franchise as off yeah. the numbers from this week, so... And rightfully so. Mm. Yeah, I am seeing heaps of people do what you did, which is slam it in the first weekend, finish it, and get the platinum trophy, which is probably, what, 25 hours to get that trophy, if that's what you're going to do. But the game itself is maybe 10 to 12. 
I reckon probably 15 tops yeah, platinum. Right. Like I I I played it most of the weekend, but I didn't like get up at 7 and play till midnight or anything. I'd played it like almost like it was a job to get the the review mm. out. But yeah, like I it was good. It was like I'm not complaining, but yeah, like it's it's not a huge game. Um No. And I kind of played it in the way of cuz you you play through some of the story and then it unlocks certain collectibles or activities in each district and you like see them on the map so i I, as soon as i could do things i just went and did the things um Mm. and i don't know if i would advise doing that to be honest because if you have to do seven times activity a it kind of feel starts to feel like a slog almost whereas if you kind of just like mainline from main mission to main mission and just do what's kind of like adjacent to you on your path i'd probably say that that's an easier way to do it um and then like some of the collectibles like just don't show up on the map until you unlock a certain like level in your suit or whatever suit gadget or whatever they are and then it makes it super easy to find the bits that i had to find last because i didn't think to like upgrade things until i had yeah so like it's yeah it's 15 hours if you're trying to be efficient Maybe 20 if you're swinging around. I would say it's probably 20 plus if you're... For the average player who isn't as adept to... Probably fair to say your top echelon of trophy slash achievement finding as quick as possible. So other people may take it slightly longer to do some of that. Slash Um, losers. (laughs) Say that. Just that you're well experienced. (laughs) Fair enough. Uh, (laughs) I think that's good anyway. Like I I know some people were kind of like, oh my God, how are so many people finishing this game so quickly? One, they are people who wanted to finish it quickly. You don't have to play it like that, of course. Hmm. And two, after some of the massive games we've had this year, I'm finding it really kind of almost reassuring that i'm going to be able to finish this pretty quickly like it's it's not going to sit there for ages and maybe not get done um i haven't finished it yet i'm probably eight ish hours in yeah maybe 10 um and i yeah i like that like it's a really good length it's yes of course it is a 125 dollar game which people will at some point bring up value and that's probably somewhere in the consideration but Overall, more time doesn't make for a better game or a funner experience. Like a, a yeah. quality 15, 20 hour game is better than a, a long and boring and very similar 100 hour game. So I think that's fine. Yeah, it's it's worth the enjoyment that it provided. Um, and of course, like hmm. you and I, uh, it's weird because you, you know, you read a lot of reviews and it's people who get the game for free. And like, I'm not saying that we don't get yeah. most of the games that we review for free, but you know, we both paid 125 for this. Like, let's put that out there. So I, I'm not upset with my purchase i pre-ordered it like months ago and i do not regret it it was um, a really really fun enjoyable experience and yeah like i don't need to spend 125 dollars and want 200 hours of gameplay not to like pit this against starfield i'm enjoying starfield almost as much it's it's a completely different beast in terms of what you're looking for but like i feel like i'm never going to finish playing starfield and that's that's not a positive. That's kind of like it feels like a chore and a second job or a third job. And like I just wanted to jump into Spider-Man, swing around, glide, fly through the air, hit some bad guys. It it was just it was, yeah like a breath of fresh air. It's a it's an exceptionally polished game. I think Miles Morales was a leaps and bounds better than Spider-Man in terms of just kind of refining the formula that Insomniac established. And I don't know if Spider-Man 2 is is that same kind of leap forward in, in terms of, like, innovation. Um, 
Yeah. But it they're, they're, they've tried to make it worth your while. Like, you know, uh, Alan Wake's a really good example. The original had 100 thermoses. And, like, mirroring, like, the 100 pigeons in Grand Theft Auto V. Like, who wants to go and just pick up 100 things? Like, ugh. So they've done side missions and, like, collectibles that aren't really collectibles so much as kind of just, like, a chained series of events that are sort of tied around a MacGuffin or whatever that tell the story or, you know, or act as a love letter to New York or shine a light on, uh, artists of color or, you know, get into the gay stuff. Like there's just a whole bunch of really cool ways that they keep you engaged doing things that aren't on the beaten path. So you can wholly ignore it if you wanted to, um, or you can go and engage and have fun, with what's there it's it's really really good but it's it's very kind of still heavily borrowing i think from rocksteady's batman arkham franchise like you know the combat yep. is is that to a t and you know like arkham city you could glide and fly around and zip around gotham way easier and that's exactly what you can do in in spider-man 2 and it's it's super fun it's almost to the point where i don't web swing anymore i just fly around and i don't know if that's good or bad. I don't know. But have you? Where are you at with the the traversal, which is like super speedy and amazing? Yeah, that's probably the main difference. So you're right that this is so Batman really set the scene for what's a great superhero game, uh, and they've just initially copied that combat and they've stuck with it. Like it's the combat, if anything, and you do heaps of it, is the most dated part of this game. And it's yeah. you can see the formula massively. It's aged a bit, but it also it still works. Like there's no there's no reason to change it just for the sake of changing it. Like it works quite well. But that's probably the one bit that shows some age, whereas the the world itself and how you traverse is is a massive step forward. Forward, um, it's yes, there is the web swing, swinging. There's kind of like new tricks and things you can do. You can do a little loop where you get massive um, kind of burst of speed. But it all comes down to you've got web wings, so you've got a glider, and that is the quickest way to get anywhere. There's air tunnels all throughout the city which just push you along. It's it's slower to not use that basically until you get too low, of course, when eventually you kind of reach the point where you need to swing up again. But then you still got the web kind of whatever the shooter one is where it just shoots forward and like lunges forward a bit. Yeah. Um, and that was in the, the last game as well. So I think you can move around a lot quicker. From that point of view, it'd probably be harder to go back if you played this first to then go back to Spider-Man Remastered or even the original version, which works in back and back on PS5. Yeah. Um, it would feel slower, I think. So, and that was still a great, like, really fun at the time. Amazing how you'd move around the city. It was that it was almost that bringing to life a Spider-Man game on like the PS2, which would have been when Spider-Man 2 the movie came out. And it's kind of like that's how I remember those games being played. But they were nothing like this. Like how you actually just glide through this massive city. Yeah. And it is. I think you're right. I think if you if you want to just mainline the main missions, you absolutely can do that, and it puts you on a path to do that. Like it's. It really, the story and how it kind of flows is it's second to none. Uh, to the point where you can jump between the two different Spider-Men. I think that's definitely a non-spoiler. That's been very well established. Um, kind of kind of GTA style. You can kind of just jump and see what the other one's up to. And he's just carrying on in the world and you all of a sudden him. Yeah. But I, I haven't done that much so far because the if you just follow the main missions, it moves you between characters as it wants to, to do the next kind of main mission. So I almost haven't needed to. Uh, but if you do just kind of stumble off a little bit and whether it's to grab something that's popped up on the, the mini menu, which is or the mini map, which is hard to ignore if you're someone like me wanting to get that 100% at some point, you see a lot of cool stuff. Like There's a lot of stuff happening. The ray tracing is pretty cool. Like I think that looks more alive than the previous game because there's so many windows and like, it's a vertical city, New York. 
it just looks a bit more alive. So definitely a PS5 game. The only other major change is lots of kind of jumping through portals. Yeah. Kind of like that you're suddenly zip lining through somewhere and you're somewhere else, which we saw that same trick in um, Ratchet and Clank. So that was kind of a look what the PS5 can do because the SSD is so fast. This wouldn't have been possible last gen. Mm. They've used that same trick and it's kind of a bit of, we've done this before, but at the same time, it, it's it's not that random. It normally fits into the story well, or whoever you're fighting. It's a superhero game. It, like, yeah. it's, <laughs> it's perfect. They, it does fit really well. Like it's, And of course, it does mean you can also fast travel unbelievably quickly, which wasn't really a thing in the previous games. Of course, some people say it's a Spider-Man game. I, I want to swing through the city, which is totally valid as well. But at some point, you want to just kind of zoom through it. So it probably saves you two, three hours in the end if you if you kind of commit to the fast traveling. And that's what you mainly do with how speedy it is. So they're kind of the, that's where you see the changes. It's not so much in gameplay as it is in execution and just how the world's built, how you move around. Oh yeah, for sure. And if like, really, if you are efficient and kind of plan what you're doing on the map, it's like the fast travel is instantaneous. It's, it's jaw droppingly cool to like be in the map and say, I want to go there. And it just zooms in and then you're there. Like, it's not, it's crazy. Um, but like if you, you almost could like web, zip and fly from point to point almost as fast with how speedy it is than the fast travel so like you know you, you pick your poison you're you're not gonna do too bad either way um mm. the only weird thing about that is i guess the web gliding or whatever you want to call it the web wings that make you fly or glide is super fast it feels way faster than web slinging but if you're trying yeah. to chase like a random crime car like it's way faster to do a, like a short web like swing and then like the x button to zip ahead kind of thing like i feel like they've throttle you at some point on those yeah so probably. you can't just get there really quickly um on that point though like those random crimes are completely pointless do not do them just don't do them find the tech parts do the missions and like those random crimes that pop up are just pointless and like there's not a lot of them it's kind of just like hit a guy chase a car stop a fire yeah, they're identical i think they're they are the thing which probably makes the world seem you start to see the seams a little bit more because yeah there's heaps of stuff repeated but you don't notice because the world's so massive and it's what you'd expect and how it comes together is really good but those crimes it's kind of like oh there's a tanker with four bits of fire shooting out of it and guys around it and you get that crime and if you go do it within like a minute you might end up with that one again and that's happened like i've only done a few of those crimes but i had the same one twice in a row and it's just like, oh, that's weird. And it's a little bit jarring compared to how, how high quality the rest of the game is and how the, the main missions come together. So, yeah, yeah, I find those a little bit strange. And those missions also give you the weird side things of, like, use web yank on three people or whatever else. And, yeah. the like, the combat's not bad by any stretch. But you have, there's, like, a power creep that I'm worried about when it comes to the, like, completely inevitable spider-man 3 like these characters are so powerful already they have like mm. a series of gadgets kind of tied to r1 they have a series of like abilities tied to l1 and by the end of the game you just have like an arsenal of stuff at your disposal times two because like there's miles and his like electric venom powers and there's peter and his i don't know traditional spider man powers. Yeah. Oh, he's got like doc ock arms now um 
there's so many things. And by the end of the game, like, I was kind of just, like, spamming all of the things I had on their cooldowns, and I didn't have to fight. Because I'm like, oh, everyone's dead now. I am the best at video games. Um, which, like, you know, it's fine. Like, by the end, I was kind of like, I want to get through this quickly. And there are stealth missions where I was like that, too. I'm like, I don't need to be stealthy anymore. I can just, like, lay waste to this room and just get through it. Um, but I'm worried what that kind of means for the next one. They'll have to keep elevating it, and it's it, it was almost comical. And that ties into the boss battles, which I think are the weakest part of Spider-Man 2, for sure. Because it's basically just the same fight, regardless of who the boss is, over and over and over in, like, three-phase or four-phase fights, where it's, like, there's a whole bunch happening around the fight, like, narratively, but the fights themselves are very rote, so... Yeah, combat's easily the worst part of the game, but like it's still a, I gave it a nine. Like it's not a bad game by any stretch. Don't don't get no, me it's wrong. A great game. Hmm. I think yeah, I think the the boss battles are a little bit uncharted in that they're amazing set pieces and it's there's a, often quite scripted moments where something massive happens and it it happens at the very beginning of the game. So anyone who's played it, you kind of that's almost where you launch into. And a lot of the time, you're not playing. And it's very much scripted what's going to happen to Peter or Miles and you kind of get pushed back and you there's the adversity and you're up against the odds and then something happens and you come away the victor. It's very much that we have made this epic, very cinema-style moment where you don't actually play that much as a result of it. So that's, that's kind of how they go about boss battles. It's not like an Elden Ring, Dark Souls, brutal style. You need to make exactly the right moves at the right time. It's, yeah, it's quite easy as well, often because of that. Yeah. But then at the same time, sometimes you can just suddenly have no help and be like, oh, I just got slammed by something that I didn't really notice was there or, or I missed time something. Um, and there's the move where probably the opposite of a lot of these action combat games where there's an attack, which I think is yellow, which means you can't dodge, you need to parry. Yeah. And so many other games are you can't parry or you can't reflect or block, you need to dodge. And it's taken me a long time to get used to that means no dodge. Yeah. Oh, that's when I always died in a boss battle. And the other, like, the weird thing is, like, you're so used to doing the things you do in, like, regular grunt combat. Like, you just, you hit Y and you zip to someone. And, like, there's, at times, like, you're cleaning up the room and then all of a sudden there's, like, 20 people with guns and you have, like, five red lines all pointing at you. And you're like, well, I guess I'm going to get shot about four times because I can dodge one and then I'm toast. Like, it's that kind it's, like, weird and imbalanced in that way, but it doesn't happen too often. And the easy way to get around that is to just, like, zip to someone and, like, take out the guys with the guns first. And you do that on the bosses. And the bosses kind of just, like, get gain this random new instant superpower. And if you, like, zip to them and, like, you're not supposed to, it kind of just, like, they just not teleport because you can see them move. But they get, like, superhuman speed and just, like, go somewhere else. So you can't do that. And it's like, well, okay, that that was a viable option that no longer apparently is is something I can do. And, you know, like, kind of invincibility because, oh, I'm about to do one of those yellow or red moves on you. Like, yeah, the boss battles were not... They weren't, like, horrible, but they weren't very enjoyable. Like, I was just happy to be through them, like, and not yeah excited to have had that experience. But I would say the, the counterpoint to that is the overall pacing otherwise is amazing. Like, it's actually... And that's why... That's probably why it's so fun to play. Yeah, you can mm. explore, you can find all these Easter eggs... Um, but it is, it's the type of game which is absolutely at risk of being just a goon button masher, basically, because there's so many, as much as Spider-Man claims not to kill people, he kills like 5,000 people <laughs> in this game. There's no way most of them survive. Um, and that's especially if you're going for the 100% completion, where there is some repetition. But if you're really focusing on that main core story, like it, it bounces between, yeah, we need to kill a bunch, or 
we need to subdue and knock out a bunch of guys. And then we need to go discover something and there's a big scandal. And then we're back to Peter and Miles without being Spider-Man, who are just kind of walking around with their buddies, chatting and doing something. And then they're back at home doing something. And then they're out in their Spider-Man again. And it's it's a really good flow. Uh, and I think that's that's kind of the thing that people, obviously we're not going to speak much story here, but I think that's kind of the thing that makes it such a great game in that yeah. the game probably nothing that special except for maybe the world traversal that is pretty good um but it's how it comes together and it's how it's presented and how it takes you along that ride and that's probably why it's such a good casual game as well so we love it but like it's it's a big seller not just because it's spider-man and it's a top tier franchise for playstation but because it's really accessible like yep. there are they are easier and harder modes but it's even if you're just kind of a standard i play every game on normal and i i don't normally play really hard and challenging games where i don't know where to go it does take you where you need to go and it, it keeps you along that journey really well yeah it's like we won't get into the story whatsoever like apart from i'll say it's it's a nice it's like it, there is a definite love letter to new york which sometimes mm. is maybe a little too heavy-handed <laughs> like apparently you can only succeed in life if you are from new york uh i was the message i was getting at a couple points there um but it's it's a nice kind of look at identity and self-identity and how others see you and how you see yourself and what you can do you know like it's a hero thing like what what you do for others but what you you know do when no one's looking almost kind of thing it's 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 a neat little story um and in that insom insomniac insomniac way um especially with spider-man of, of taking characters that you kind of think you know if, if they're not established in the world already of, of the video game and kind of turning things on their head a little bit so it's it's definitely like an insomniac take if you're a spider-man fan you probably you know can put the pieces together pretty relatively easily but like it, that's not to say the story is predictable or or mickey mouse or anything it's just you know these characters have been around for decades yeah. it's what i don't know what you can do with them other than this which is good unless they do something different and i suppose that's there's always new people to these things. So there are people who have no idea who any of these characters are. They probably know Spider-Man. They're probably at that level. But there's probably people who, you know, you see some of the villains in this game and they're not really aware of them or they they may vaguely have a recollection. So as much as we kind of assume people know them, if you've seen basically all the Spider-Man movies by this point, which the many Spider-Men who have played the character over the past 25 years, you've pretty much seen all the characters here now. Look, they got through fairly well all of them as far as I know. At least the ones who have made it into games so there's nothing kind of new there but even so i still kind of forget until i play the game like who's a spider-man villain again and then i remember it and to me my mind's always going back to those early 2000 movies and it's like oh yeah i remember this guy uh not the more recent incarnations but there's always new fans there's always people who aren't looking for those easter eggs and maybe have a different experience with them um but it does kind of make me think like being so it's in new york again which the last two games being the, the original and the spin-off have been in as well. That's where Spider-Man is always based, basically. And it's kind of, from a game point of view, that's quite rare. Like, it's normally yeah. you'd expect, eventually from a sequel, we're going New City. And I suppose that's that what that's what allows them to have such a story focus, is they don't need to rebuild this world the whole time. Uh, they change it, they expand it, they, they improve it. But it is the same world. And I kind of feel like we're not going to be able to get like Spider-Man 5 at some point because it would have been too much of the same. And that's always going to be the issue, which similar games haven't had. Well, you know, not that 
this is into the spider verse or anything like that but maybe insomniac gets to do their take on it and the the portal stuff that is Hmm. definitely prevalent in this you know takes on an entirely different context and drives the story that way which i would i would be fine with that to be honest that'd be kind of cool um but yeah like is there going to be a are we going to get a third spider-man and like there's tons of people who are spider people there's no thing there like it's again like it's the power creep thing like i'd I'd hope that there's maybe one more game and they kind of like uncharted mainline it and go okay that's it like we gotta we gotta do something else and like insomniac's making a wolverine game that's right isn't it yeah so like there's plenty of other people to do this too and like you were saying like batman one of the best rock studies games were the amazing and it you know was started with asylum then it went to the city and i guess night was kind of still in gotham city but like a different take but this is the the new take on on new york is like oh you can go across the water now as opposed to just insta killing yourself basically so like i don't know if there's much more of new york that you can do unless i guess in the next one you can go to new jersey or something which i don't know if that's terribly exciting (laughs) No, and I suppose that's the thing. I mean, I think it'd be great if a game like this did do its own take and it was like, you know what, here's kind of a new story which hasn't necessarily been told before. Like most of the most of the superhero games like to stick to their lore, but it could that would be a bit of a bold move, but it could do that. Uh, and the fact that Spider-Man can glide now and that's the easiest way to move around somewhat solves the problem of it has to be in New York because that's the only place where you could possibly web around this much. Yep. So there's, I mean, there's options there. And yeah, the portal thing could mean it's a series of a bunch of places. Spider-Man travels around to a bunch of spots rather than just sits in the one massive world or something like that, which is what Ratchet and Clank was, basically. Well, or even, you know, like one of the most recent Tom Holland movies, he was in Italy or Venice. Well, that's Italy, but you know what I mean? Like, you don't have to... He's on vacation Possible. and then something bad happens. All these things happen or something. Who knows? There's definitely going to be more. It's Absolutely. Whether or not... Yeah, like I think... Like I said before, the the innovation between one and one point five Miles Morales was quite considerable, and like it's that's not as noticeable this time around. Which isn't to say, like you know, there's only so good something can get. Maybe you know, needing to still be a thing that Disney lets you license because this character is established and iconic and blah blah blah. So, but Sony owns some rights to it or something. We're not a fact-based yeah. show. They own the cinem- <laughs> cinematic rights, I believe, to Spider-Man, which yeah. is they've done some deal to allow him to be back in the Marvel movies if they get the game rights or something like that. Not a fact-based show. Um, what mode are you playing in? Because there's so this has like a bunch of different. Once you go sixty frames, modes. you never go back to thirty. So I'm I'm in performance. I guess it's called performance with mm. ray tracing, which was really smooth and still looked very good. Like it's it definitely looks a lot better. Not a lot better, but noticeably better. If you're in four K and thirty, but like just once you go super smooth, it just felt weird to, to cut off back. my arm. Yeah. How about I feel you? Like if you have a um, VRR capable TV that's 120 hertz, that's the mode I've been playing in, which is 40 frames. Um, the nerds who do the various uh, performance reviews basically explained in a way that I can't remember that 40 frames is actually the middle point between 30 and 60, even though the math would tell you otherwise. Um, it's bang in the middle. <laughs> so in I find that's the best mode because you get the full 4K, the full quality, and this. Spider-Man has a lot more in its quality mode than most games do. So, yes, yeah, a high resolution, but the well's way more packed. Mm-hmm. And it's 
pedestrians and people just sitting around are kind of the same, but the, the world moving, like people walking around cars and things like that, way more populated and more detail in things. So I, I think it probably is worth it. Only works if you have the 120 display. And then you also basically need VR to cover up a few of the little dips that it has now and again. And then it, it feels very close to me to the, the 60 mode. So that's, of course, it's a must be nice situation where you need to have a TV capable yeah. of that. But I think it's a, I think it's a great mode that more games should add. And I think they need to sell that 40 frames is like, because people just love the high number, 40 frames is that middle way point. A lot of Sony games do this. First party ones do yeah. this, which is good. Yeah, like I'm, I'm Pavo. I don't have something that can take advantage of it. But I was playing. It's weird. I have a 60, a 4K, it must be 4K. 60 well it's it's supposed to be a 4k 60 monitor that i use upstairs but like my tv downstairs is 4k 60 and it looks way faster way smoother on my tv than it does on this monitor so once i was playing Hmm. up here and then went downstairs i'm like oh this is this is amazing and then i put it to performance i'm like oh this is even more amazing but if i put it to performance upstairs it seems there's like less of a gap in how it looks I don't even know if I'm explaining that right. So performance is like fast and cool and just smooth is how I've been doing it. I'm just going to trail off. Yeah, it's it's definitely a faster <laughs> way. I think depends what your device is the best way to play it. Again, it's always a personal choice. This one doesn't have the performance without ray tracing. So ray tracing is on in every mode, which probably I think that's a real sign that we have finally moved into current gen properly. Yeah, that they've they found a way that ray tracing works across all modes. They that's normally the thing every game just sacrifices immediately. I can see why with how they built this world, they want to keep it in. Um, and there's not really any performance issues that I can see. So it's no. worked. Yeah. Well, and like, you know, Miles Morales had performance without ray tracing and with ray tracing, but that's because it was also a PS4 game. So like, that's, yeah. you know, that's the answer to the, the question. Not that there was a question, but you get what I mean. So it was a great game. It's, we've talked for 30 minutes about it. What do you want to, how do you want to close this up? Spider-Man this week, nothing but Spider-Man. Everyone Spider-Man, should, of well, course, well, play that's it. Well, that's the thing. It's a, it's a great game to just kind of sit and play for a week or two. So, yeah, you can finish it in a weekend. If you want, that's extremely achievable. You can get the Platinum in a weekend if you really want as well. Um, but you don't have to. But it is a game, I think, that's kind of a it's a play-and-done type of situation, which is slotted in perfectly in my timeline. It's uh, So is Mario Wonder. They're actually kind of both like that relatively short, which means you can pick up and play them both. You don't have to pick one or the other definitely worth playing i would commit and if you've got other things in your backlog it's the right length to kind of slot in ahead of the queue because it's really fun and it's there is probably a risk of story spoilers uh if you don't want to see anything so i would jump on it as soon as possible yeah well and i did because next week we're going to talk about alan wake too so you have to finish spider-man so you can join me it's fun being able to both talk about a game that's just come out so it's it's that time of the year we get to do it which is good yeah that's it well thanks for joining us you can i hope you enjoyed this episode that was all focused on one relatively new release game that we've both played next week we'll be doing exactly the same thing with alan wake 2 and after that who knows sleep after that uh see you next week bye